What's up, people? This is our podcast. We didn't know enough about copyright laws, so we would have added some cool music, but instead you got me. This is our podcast, and we're trying not to get sued. I'm Brian Copney. Shane Wilson. Mike Frost. All right, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I think we're going to dive right into what's going on with uh, Joe Rogan and the misinformation deal that he's got going on right now. And kind of what I think about it is, is... uh, Nobody owns his podcast. Nobody can tell him what to say or do, and I think that's a lot of the reason they're trying to shut it down and call it misinformation because nobody has any say over it, and they're afraid of people's opinion. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, it doesn't matter if you like what he says. Fuck, it doesn't matter if y'all like what we say. It's an opinion. I mean, and that that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Different guys other than what you see in the regular news having an opinion. Joe Rogan said that he took some shit, I guess, that helped him with COVID. Hell, I wouldn't take it, but if he took it and it worked for him, great. Well, if it's his, his and it, how can you call somebody's personal experience with something misinformation? Yeah. You know, if it's your personal experience and it's what you went through, and that's like a lot of my opinions about COVID and the way that I handle COVID when I hear somebody got it has to doesn't have anything to do with what the news says. It has to do with what I've seen. And, but the more on my side, the more I'm exposed to it, the, the more I'm confused about the way it actually works. But I don't want to get into a big COVID discussion. I want to talk about why is it so threatening for people to have an opinion that they feel like they can't control? Why, why is that a threat? That should be a good thing, not a threat. Opinion that who can't control? Are we talking about like mainstream media can't control? Yeah, like like he just straight up got CNN on, you know, on his podcast because he has more. He actually has more listeners weekly than CNN has viewers, <laughs> right? So he just got the, you know, the CEO, the head, the chairman, whatever you want to call it, of CEO on his podcast and basically browbeat him about them lying about him on the on their you know on national tv and i think that's a lot of what he's going through right now is that he had the nerve to call somebody out and apparently yep in his personal yep. life though he's friends with this dude you know what i mean the guy that runs cnn yeah but at the same time he's like man y'all are lying and i ain't saying that I'm Fox News and CNN lies because they're all lying to us. Oh, yeah. Like, I have no doubt that Fox News is, you know, they're pushing their way. CNN's pushing their way. MSNBC's pushing it their way. But what I'm saying is, is somebody actually has a following and people are listening and it scares the shit out of them because they can't control it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, shit, I've got some personal experiences. Y'all want to get into it? Y'all, I mean, hell. But it may not agree with what Shane did or what Mike did. But goddamn, dude. I guarantee you I got some personal experiences ain't nobody going to agree with. But it, it just, you know, I lived my life and I, I don't regret much I've done. You know, I just, this is what happens whenever you give people uh, what they feel like they have an alley to shut down freedom of speech. And a lot of times freedom of speech is an opinion. And how can opinion be mis you know misrepresented into misinformation when think, you're just telling what happened i think you guys are looking at a small picture i think the big picture of all of this is 
how fortunate we all are that Neil Young's music is on Spotify <laughs> right. that nobody has to listen to it right? anymore. Uh, yeah, hey, hey, for the first yeah. time, for the first time in history, somebody canceled their self. Neil Young canceled his fucking self. It ain't, you know, it ain't gonna hurt my shit. feelings none. I mean, and, and in a way, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm gonna agree with Spotify on this. I got the platform. You don't like something I'm doing? You want to pull your shit? Pull it. Yeah. Man, fuck these dudes, bro. Well, see, like, and a lot of people that uh, have a problem with Joe Logan, Joe Rogan, don't listen to Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of people, like, I'm sure Neil Young had no idea. He's like, well, hell, I can can crush this little podcast, you know. He had no idea (laughs) what he was was fucking with. You know what I mean? He had no idea that. That Joe Rogan is Spotify's biggest. He had no clue, and he started talking before. You ask the younger generation right now who the fuck Neil Young is, and tell them name a song by him. No, no, no they don't know who the fuck he is. No, but I guarantee you they know who Joe Rogan is. And for those yeah. of y'all who are out there listening, make sure y'all tell Joe Rogan we're talking about him. I'll come on his podcast. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, I got an extra chair. He want to come on out here. He can get on this one. Yeah, I would. Uh, it'd be awesome. I don't think Joe Rogan's coming to my garage anytime soon, nah. though. I don't know. This motherfucker show up next week, you'll have a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. But, yeah, man, I mean, th- this is the beauty of the the web and the beauty of having these podcasts and being able to open up your opinion to a different audience is that you're reaching different people. Some of those people you reach might not agree with you, and that's cool. But the problem is when you reach somebody – and they don't agree with you, a lot of times you hit a nerve with some shit. And I guarantee, I will guarantee you, somewhere along the line, in one of these back rooms, Joe Rogan then said something that's going to hit a motherfucker's pocket. Yeah. True. Money is money is in this somewhere. Pharmaceuticals, somewhere, I don't know. Yeah, somebody gives a shit for a reason other than an opinion. Yeah, that, definitely. That's for sure. But, uh, like, you can't, whenever somebody is trying to snuff somebody's, what they're saying out... You can't allow it. Like, even if it's the the worst, just some awful shit that you, that you wouldn't think anybody would agree with, it shouldn't be snuffed out. Because if you start going down the road of killing people's speech, man, where does it stop? You know, where does... Who decides what's misinformation? Who decides what's hate speech? Who has the control to say, you can't say that? You know, I mean, just think well, about that. Along the lines of, like, censorship and, and, and killing freedom of speech, I saw a, a meme on Facebook uh, this past week that said, uh, you young kids think that Cardi B and Nicki Minaj had some nasty music. And the next scene, it had a uh, two-live crew going, let me see you pop that pussy. Hit it now. <laughs> so, I mean, but I remember back when I was growing up, the biggest thing going was nobody wanted two live crew and Luther Campbell to come to their state because they were a nasty group. But in the same sense, they packed out every club they went to because so the two live crew was fucking bitches on stage. I mean, like straight up. Like, that, that, that's on different, stage. Why, why you bringing oh, up old shit? Fucking, <laughs> fucking young ladies. Yes. Not bitches. Yeah. But I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. You know, as long as everybody in the audience, like, there wasn't anybody coming to see Two Live Crew that didn't know what the fuck was up. Nobody was forced to roll up in there. Everybody bought a damn Well, see, ticket. on our side, like our side, like me and Mike, Metalheads, 
ours was Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to run mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson out of here and out of there. And going, like, if you didn't see something fucked up at a Marilyn Manson show, you walked out of there like, man, I got fucked. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm man. But that's the first like, time. Do- that was, like, the last time I went to, not the last time, it's one time I've seen it. We went to Ohio. He didn't really do that much. And I was, like, horribly disappointed. When me, I said, what the fuck was this? When me and like Kelly went to down. see him, it was like at, yeah. when me and Kelly went up to Huntington to see him there, which I had a good time. I got trashed and a high five Rob Zombie. I mean, it was a good time, you know, like, yeah, but I mean, uh, the cat's not fucking 29 no more. That's right. You know, he's, he's just trying to, man, I can make this much money. You know, you can see him. He's probably sitting at his house on his couch, belly out. Yeah. Like, man, if I go on tour, I could probably make a couple million this year. Uh, yeah, they, they, I'm gonna do it. Now he's hanging you know, out with Kanye West trying to find God. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows God's lost. Everybody's trying to find him, especially in prison. Everybody comes to prison to find God. God's doing a 20 year bid. <laughs> but that's uh, a sidebar from me. But uh, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, I remember when I was growing up, if you listened to American, Marilyn Manson, you worshiped the devil. You were going yeah. to hell. Yeah, and see, I've kind of touched on this on the podcast before. Listen, I, I will still. I love Antichrist Superstar, the album, and I like Ghost, but uh, I'm not, I'm not like drawing pentagrams and worshiping the devil. It's just I like it, you know. What Music, I mean? yeah. They, I like the beats. I like the, I like the, you know, the. I like metal. It's just, but I don't. I've never listened to a Marilyn Manson song. And made a blood sacrifice. <laughs> you know? Damn. <laughs> Give me your child so I can sacrifice That's what's wrong it. with this podcast. You haven't made the sacrifice. <laughs> you, think we'll, you think we'll get some likes if I sacrifice? Please, God, no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But you know what? It, it's it, I, I, When we're talking about music and censorship, I think it's a matter of, uh, me personally, I like music. I like mm, a lot of yeah. different music. I'm going to use this big word I learned in school. I have an eclectic sense of music. Ooh. Damn. Yeah. I like all Damn. types of music except bluegrass. Is that Y'all like, can shove that up your ass. Bluegrass is that shit. like a, Is that like an encyclopedia? It is. Eclectic? That's a big word I learned in school. I mean, I'm, me and Jethro, I don't know what y'all going to do with all this third-rate education I got. Right. But I like, I like a lot of different music, different genres, different eras. And I'm good with that. So if you play me something, I might know a little something about it. If I don't, I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I don't mind. I'll listen to it. Except for bluegrass. I'm going to leave the room, man. Fuck that. Well, it's like, I don't know what's happened, but back when I was in school and when I got out of school, the local scene around here was metal bands. And then all of a sudden, it was like emo. And now, and now even a scene here now? Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking bluegrass, but it's like... It's like hippie bluegrass. It's a bunch of you know young kids that are playing that style of music, but a little bit more psychedelic. I think and it's, it's like more of a folk music. Yeah, style. and it's huge here and out in Fayetteville. And I, you know, how close to Sublime is it? Oh, not even close. Miles. Not okay, yet. yeah, I ain't interested. It, 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 it sounds like if bluegrass. you're out in Fayetteville, you're fucking with the river people. But man. but, it, but it's like, like patchouli and sweat. I, I would <laughs> seriously rather hear two cats fucking than listen to any of that shit. <laughs> It's horrible. <laughs> oh, man. I ain't heard it, man. I'm going to have to brush up, see what the scene... Because this dude has been a working stiff for years now, six, seven days a week, 
and I finally got a job where I'm off trying to find myself, you know, trying to find, <laughs> oh, God, I need a hobby. Who you the know? hell are you now? Yeah, yeah right. Why well, I'm not starting a bluegrass band. Well, I can't play shit, so I ain't going to be in it. Well, I don't know much about uh, river people other than those stinky river broads got the best weed. Uh, that's all I know. If you t- if you run into a river broad that's got dreadlocks, it smells like sweat and patchouli oil, she got the dank, son. Dude, I went to, uh, I think, with Chetty's up there close to Fayetteville. Yeah. In, in Fayetteville. I know what Chetty's is. I went up there. Everybody tells me, oh, you go up here, they have the best wings, which they do. They, their food's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I go out, have a cigarette, and I, here I am wearing a Slayer t-shirt in this place full of tie-dyed shirts and, you know, dreadlocks. Love and everybody. I, I go out there, and it's the middle of summer, and this dude comes out there, and they're playing hacky sack. It's like, yeah, man, after we shut down, we're building a bonfire, man. I brought my acoustic guitar, and about that time, I thought, should I blow my fucking brains out right in front of them? I said, because, I, I mean, that's how bad I can't stand hippies, man. I, I, I just can't get it. <laughs> I mean, I just. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I cannot Damn, stand them. See, They're I always think... wanting to save fucking the environment, all this other <laughs> bullshit. Ain't none of them got a goddamn job. Well, you seem like, uh, see, God whatever. Damn, don't stop it, Shane. Let him fucking go. Let's, <laughs> get, let, let's get this shit out, man. Uh, evidently, you're coming it's, from a place of it, pain it, right now. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I last time I drove through Fayetteville, we got to the Fayetteville, the where the sign is, you know, mm-hmm. on the road. And there's a goddamn Grateful Dead beer on it. That's all I need to say. I mean, seriously. Everybody's like, oh, we should go to Pies and Pints. I'm like, I don't want to go to Fayetteville. Oh, God. Yeah, man. I know, man, but Pies and Pints is fucking shit, awesome. Man. Yeah, if that. I want to eat Pies and Pints, I'll go to Charleston. Yeah, Fayetteville's right here, though. I don't give a fuck. I, I, can, <laughs> listen, I can wade through some hippies to eat some good chicken wings. That's all I I'm will. Saying. Yeah, those chicken wings, yeah. are, they like that. I, I just can't, yeah. I can't do it, man. I just can't stomach it. And then these, all these, like, hippie festivals that are, like, going on that, that they all just gather up and have umbrellas in the sun and shit. It's just like, what the fuck, man? They're so goddamn high on fucking drugs, they don't even know what the fuck they're even listening to anyways. I think... Like, I think that, like, if I would have made, like, a cup, just, like, see, if I would have made just a few, like, I'm talking, like, three or four different choices in my life, I'd be a goddamn hippie. No. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's that's how close I was to being a hippie. Like, it's all right to smoke and pot and listen to some mellow music, but when you start d- into this whole psychedelic bluegrass I have to wash my on. hair it's horrible. I have to wash my hair no you don't I, do. I do let me tell you I seen some I people I tried today. dreads for a little bit like try God like damn like Shame. dude you Shit. can't like I can't do it man oh son it's a no I'm no. telling you I, w- I was an ace from being a hippie I think Alicia straightened me out is what happened yeah thank God yeah <laughs> I just can't I just don't see I just don't maybe I just don't understand the lifestyle I don't know. Would you like to get to know some of them, Mike? No. <laughs> no. I've, I've had my fair share of This people. motherfucker is coming from a spot of pain and hate, and he is for real I, about I this shit. I just don't. I just can't get into it, man. I've smoked weed. Yeah. Yeah. I've done uh, hallucinogenics, but I ain't like a deadbeat not having a job wearing a goddamn drug rug playing the acoustic guitar that I can barely even play. Oh, that sounds good, bro. How hey, do man. you know you're fucking high? It's a hemp shrape. It's not a drug rug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drug rug. Drug rug. Listen, man. 
what you got to do is like like three or four trips and it really will like bring you into a uh I don't know who the fuck is talking to you. You know what I mean? I have no idea. But they are telling you like hey man the world is, you know, about relationships with people and nothing else. And if you know what I mean if you go on them trips cuz I used to experiment quite a bit with hallucinogenics and mushrooms. Please don't ever use that word experiment again. (laughs) (laughs) But it does like, I think that you can use them to expand your mind into uh, a different level of thinking, but at the same time, you can do a little bit too much and then you're you're playing psychedelic bluegrass, man. I knew a guy that worked with me. Motherfucker tripped ass at 24-7. And it started... I guess it just messed with his brain. One day we were out there talking, and I got along with him. You know, I, I don't hate everybody. I just don't get it. So we're talking out there, and he's talking about music and stuff, and we're going, you know, I said, I can't do the dead. I said, they're trash. I said, they're just like a fucking six-hour fucking like even the, jam band. I can't get the into The Doodah Man? Like huh? you, can't, you, you can't do the Doodah Man song? No, I, I hate the Grateful Dead. I hate them. But they're horrible. They, you, I mean, they, they ain't I'm none not of into them neither. I just, I don't, I get that they're popular, and I think their merch with some of their merch that they put out looks cool and stuff. But when I seen those shirts growing up, I was like, oh man, they're those shirts are cool. They must be awesome. I listened to them. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, no. But you know, I'm sidetracking. But this dude that I worked with, he was a cool guy. We got along, and then one day. I know he had been tripping ass and stuff. He's like, man, he's like, I wish you could see the world through my eyes. I said, motherfucker, I'd fucking kill myself if I could see the world through your eyes. Because I'd be too scared to walk around. I said, He's like, everything's in a haze, man. And I'm like, God damn. And I'm like, one of these days, this cat's going to be driving down the road and that shit's going to dislodge from somewhere and hit him. He's going to trip out and he's going to end up wrecking or some shit. Yeah. I don't know how true it is, but I always heard that like, like acid would uh, like store in your spinal fluid. That's what I've heard, but and I don't it, know if that's true. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's man. the reason I brought that I mean, up. Is I've it heard just that. acid, or is it any type of hallucinogen? No, I don't know. I mean, because I'm gonna tell you, if that's the case, oh, I'm fucking me with and mushrooms. mushrooms went yeah. to some place. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this though. Like your the what mushrooms will give you, your body produces naturally. It's a natural chemical. I I get some more of that shit. Like, uh, like you don't get enough of it to send you to that place, you know, that I don't want to be here or, uh, I'm glad I'm here place. You know, it's hard to describe, you know, yeah. people ain't never done it, but, uh, but it is a natural chemical that, that is in all mammals. I don't know, man. Every time I trip, it kills my stomach. It eats me alive. Oh, but... dude, you got to choke that back, man. Oh God. That, that's when you know you're going on a good mushroom ride is right before... <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I didn't. We're there. Didn't, and then 15 minutes later, you're setting sail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, since we got a moment, uh, you know how in every newspaper they have this editor's clip where you're supposed to go back and correct some shit that you messed up last uh, week. Yeah, I got a correction. All right. Uh, well, I got yeah. one quick one. Uh, my wife told me that I shouldn't have said anything about the woman that uh, refused to get the vaccine because it's poison. But she still sucks random dicks. Um, no. Okay. Um, first of all, I'm impressed that my wife listened, so let me say that. But um, I will not apologize for saying that. 
um, because it was true, but maybe I shouldn't have. Did the woman who sucks random dicks listen? I think she did. I don't think, well, yeah, I think she knows it's her, but I didn't say her name. Right, yeah, I mean, we're cleared legally, because we're trying not to get sued. Trying not to get sued. Um, But I do have a, I spread misinformation last week on the podcast, when I was talking about the interview between the quarterback and then when the cameras cut, you know, they hugged, because that's the way they really felt about each other, they weren't playing up for the fucking cameras anymore, like, we're gonna hug, because I know you, I like you, you're my boy. Instead of uh, trying to mm-hmm. trying to please what America wants to see, they had a real moment when the cameras cut away. It wasn't Jimmy G. It was Joe Burrow, who, who is going to the fucking Super Bowl. also going to the fucking Super Bowl, <laughs> bruh. Listen, dog, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a Bengals fan, so don't, don't accuse me of jumping on the bandwagon. I'm still a Packers fan all the way. Cowboys. But I feel great knowing that there will be no Mahomes, no Brady, no Rodgers, no Roethlisberger, and yes, no Prescott. Dude, I'm just going to say it, man. I don't give a fuck what people think about me <laughs> for wanting the Bengals to go to this Super Bowl because this dude, this, they get that guy a line. Yeah, yeah. Watch out. This, is, this young boy's doing big things. Oh, they get him he a really line. really is. Mm. And you can't say enough about that field goal, field goal kicker either. That motherfucker is cold, bro. Yeah, ain't nothing affecting oh, him. No, and he looks like he looks like Kingston. Yeah, you know he looks like my fifteen-year-old, but uh, there's ice water in yeah. his veins. So. I'm gonna go out here and kick this shit. Yo, get ready next week. We go to Super Bowl, dog. <laughs> Boom. I but mean, for uh, real, man. If and you know what makes me the happiest because the fan base that I have to feel sorry for that Burrow is playing in their division is the Steelers fan base. Sorry, guys. <laughs> they get this guy a line. Y'all be dealing with him for the next 13 years. Damn right. And just think Two times a year. Y'all was worried about Lamar Jackson, but I think Lamar kind of scared at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shit. You let Jamar Chase go off on you for 266 yards. You double cover him. Fucking Higgs come up. Blast your ass out the water. All right. It's the truth, man. It really is. I mean, it, it ain't like their quarterback came up in the offseason and and made y'all draft a motherfucker that was a, a old school veteran and said you need this guy to get to the Super Bowl and then didn't even throw Randall Cobb the fucking ball. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I got off on a tangent. I, 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 I'll digress. I'll digress. But yeah, the, the NFL's doing. I, I think it'll be good for the sport to see some new blood in the big game, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, even Matt Stafford's old uh, veteran decrepit ass, man. Hey. If you got, if you want to, before anybody has an opinion about Matt Stafford, if you're listening to the podcast, get on YouTube and look up the longest uncut NFL clip. Just look it up. It's a Matt Stafford clip. If you don't have respect for him after that, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I hope the dude goes to the Super Bowl, and I hope he wins it because he deserves it after playing for. I mean, how many great players have the lines made give up? I'm going to say some shit right now, and it's going to upset some people. And let me start first start by saying I don't give a fuck. There are certain franchises in the NFL that are just losing franchises. I don't give a fuck who you have. The Lions are one. Uh, talk what you want to say about Kyler Murray. The Cardinals are another. Uh, these motherfuckers had Dan Marino. Did Dan Marino win a Super Bowl? Oh, we're going to Dolphins, aren't we? Miami's are another. Yeah. 
I mean, there are certain franchises that are just destined to fucking lose. I don't give a fuck how good the players are. But another side of that is the Bengals would have been in this discussion. Yes, they would have. Three weeks ago. Yes, they would have. You know, they yes, would have been in this discussion. These so, motherfuckers ain't had a good so, team since Icky Woods was doing Icky Shuffle back in, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, 85, 84, man? <laughs> and, uh, man, it comes down to if you have, like, the Jet. The Jets are yeah. quarterback killers, man. Yeah, they are. You know, I, there's been some really good quarterbacks go through the Jets that come out, and nobody wants to touch them. And they're good quarterbacks. I'll be that's, honest with you. Sam Darnold, I think, is a damn good quarterback. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's like the whole uh, the Matt Stafford thing. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm pulling for him so hard because he was he's always been good. Yeah. He's been consistent. And he got away from the lines, and now look what he's doing. I mean, I don't know what's going on in the game right now. They could be getting their ass kicked because yeah. it's going on right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, he got away from the lines, and, I mean, just think about they've had – one of the best receivers I've ever seen. Calvin Johnson, Megatron, baby. And probably the best running back that's ever been in the NFL. Yes. And Sanders. Mm-hmm. And they, they just run both of them out of the league. And, and people say, oh, Sanders give up because he wasn't, you know, he didn't want to be unhealthy when he was older. No, that motherfucker knew. Y'all, I'm stuck y'all beating here. my ass. I'm stuck here. I ain't going to do nothing that I want to do in my career. I'm out. You know who Calvin else? Calvin Johnson did You know who else that. is getting their ass beat right now in the NFL? Who's Christian that? McCaffrey. Yeah, poor they guy. They running that poor dude in the ground. Now, he's well, they're the talking about trading him and shit now. God damn it, I'd beg to be traded. Get me some. <laughs> all, those er- all those years the, the the Patriots were winning those Super Bowls, you remember how many veterans they would sign to a one-year contract? And the guys mm-hmm. didn't mind coming because they knew in this one year, I'll win a Super I'm gonna Bowl. I'm going to get my ring. I'm and I'll walk ring. off into the sunset. I don't give yeah. a damn. And that's kind of what I think helped them a lot. Yeah, I do too. But at the same time, too, man, they would, they the Patriots. I don't know what was going on with that team. Whenever, uh, because they would have somebody that looked like a superstar, and uh, Belichick would cut him, and you'd be like, "What the hell? Why would he cut him?" And then they go to another team and they're trash. Yeah, you're like, "What the fuck does he know?" He what knew kind? some shit. Yeah, you know what the, like he's really he's paying attention to people. I don't know if it's. He's paying attention to his players on a different level yeah. than other people are paying attention to players. I'll say that. I, I will. I will. Yeah. I'll also say last week, did you guys see Tom Brady talking to the uh, refs saying, you're supposed to be on my side. I sold my soul to the devil. And they were like, fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been working all these years. They're like, not this time, old man. Go sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, man, what I figured was going to happen was I thought that that was going to be like this, because uh, I'm on a big, and I love the NFL, but my head sometimes, the conspiracy side of me gets in me, you know, and I'll be like, this shit's set up. There's just too much money. <laughs> There's too much money going around for this to be all chance. Like when 9-11 yeah. happened and the uh-huh. Patriots won the Super Bowl. And what sure. was the other big one? It was something to do with, was it the oh, World Series or the NBA? It was the World Series. The World Series in... Uh, the they, Rangers. One of the Rangers? One of the fucking... No, uh, the, the year that the, the Boston Marathon happened. Yeah, the, that's the Sox right. won the, the World Series. Yeah. yeah. And there was another one, uh, Houston. The Astros. Whenever, Astros yeah. whenever Houston got that big flood and everything, mm-hmm. they won. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, 
didn't the Saints the do Saints, the same shit? Yeah. Whenever yeah. after uh, fucking uh, Katrina, Katrina, yeah, Saints won the Super Bowl. But uh, so that side of me gets. So what I thought was going to happen was, what was it? Two years ago, or well, might have been. No, it was last year. Whenever Tom Brady and Mahomes, mm-hmm. that's who met in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Tom Brady beat them. I figured it was going to be like this. Pass the torch. Pass the shit. torch to the next guy that's going to be the, mm-hmm. the leader of the NFL. You know, so it didn't work out in my favor for my big conspiracy last year. But all right, I'm gonna throw something else out there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? Right. He's been he's been engaged to this chick for three years or more. Yeah. Right. So let me tell you what I think is gonna happen because I don't care what nobody say. Patrick Mahomes is a real motherfucker. If you've been married, if you've been engaged to this broad for three years, you got a ten-year, hundred-million-dollar contract. He ain't gonna marry this bitch. Hell no. This dude gonna keep tagging random, random ladies, <laughs> and uh, eventually she's gonna be like, "I want to get married, Patrick." He's gonna be like, "Bitch, kick rocks." Well, I tell you what, <laughs> I got some good news for all the Chiefs fans that were tore up about it and all the social media. Patrick Mahomes' fiance. Did not spill champagne on anybody tonight, like she did last week. Uh, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes is, is, is a different kind of dude. And if you've ever been married, both, 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 both. Yeah. If you've ever been engaged or married, male or female, you know that these long, drawn-out engagements they don't usually benefit anybody. But if you're a chick and you've been engaged for three years, newsflash, honey. He ain't marrying you. Get the fuck on. <laughs> and also, it's kind of like this. Like, uh, you know, you see all these dudes that uh, it happened to Tiger Woods. Happened to Colby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They marry a chick and they get half their shit. You know, like big ass settlements. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tiger Woods' wife didn't sink one pup for that motherfucker. Oh, my chest. God damn. Y'all don't know how how painful it is to have Mike as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, can we take a break? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, so we took a break. And I wanted to get into something that happened to me Friday. I wanted to get into the the numbness of what we see, like how we're numb to certain things and how I felt after I seen it, like uh, how I've been so numb to it that I didn't give a fuck. I just drove past him and didn't care. And I'll be honest with you, I'm a little ashamed that it hit me like that because it was a person, it was somebody's son, it was. It could have been somebody's dad. I couldn't see how old the guy was because all I could see was his hands. But I was coming down Harper Road, and we have a. Uh, on Harper Road, there's a section where you, you go past the liquor store there at the hospital. I know a lot of people that's listening won't know what I'm talking about, but some people will. You go past uh, Raleigh General. You go through the red light. You go up, and then there's a couple big nice houses right there on Harper Road that have brick walls built. But there was a guy slumped over one of them brick walls that I'm pretty sure was dead. And whenever I seen this guy, 
slumped over that wall, my reaction wasn't to hit the brakes on my truck, pull over, try to help him, or anything like that. And I'm a little ashamed of that. Like, I ain't going to lie about it. My reaction was, oh, there's another one. You know, and, and what I want to kind of get into is, which when I went around the curve, there was an ambulance coming down the street looking for him because somebody had apparently reported it. But what I want to get into is the numbness we all feel towards that situation because I knew that the reason he was slumped over that wall was drugs, and I didn't even give a shit enough to pump the brakes. You know, like, is that... Uh, a good thing a bad thing is it something that uh, you should be ashamed of that you feel or something that you just know you can't help I don't know man I think it's more of a, a pharmaceutical problem this all all this opioid epidemic it's been going on forever has started with prescription pills being given out to people I don't think it's a pharmaceutical problem because they don't really give a fuck man i mean they're, they're gonna put their shit out yeah, but they, they do their... but but like they started it though that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah what they happened... started it but they don't give a fuck what happened was was pharmaceuticals was and the scariest thing about it whenever you're talking about it is the same company that put this monkey on this area's back you know they said here's oxycontin we're going to put this monkey on your back. That same company also makes Suboxone. They make they make the cure for the monkey. So how much in that development of we're going to make this completely safe drug went into we're going to make this drug that pulls everybody off of it. It doesn't matter either way. We're going to make money, whether it's somebody that's coming in for pain that a doctor is going to recklessly prescribe this to a 30-year-old. Because they were getting kickbacks from the pharmaceutical companies for prescribing it to these people years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, and now it's, now the, the now law... They want, now you can't get a script for nothing. Yeah, I, your back can be broken, but like, ah, take some Tylenol, well, motherfucker. Well, see, but that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what happened, though, yeah. was they finally realized, oh, we got to control Oxycontin. One extreme to the other. So these people said, well, I can't get Oxycontin no more, I'm still addicted. I'm going to yeah. switch to heroin, and uh, the fentanyl is what is knocking all these people out. And we as a society are so used to seeing people fucked up on it, we drive by them even if we think they're dead. Yeah, Because it's everywhere. Because yeah. you, you can't fucking go did nowhere. it to yourself, though. I mean, and, and I hate to say this because I, I'm in, my line of work is to help people. But I'm only going to help a motherfucker who want to help himself. I mean, exactly. and, and I hate to say it, and 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 Shane, you're right. A certain part of you becomes callous after you've seen it so much. But you know what, man? Life decisions, bro. My life decision is to get up, support a family, and go to work. Your life decision was to get high. I understand that there are circumstances yeah. that come with it. I get it. You didn't uh, grow up as a kid saying, you know what, I want to be a drug addict. I understand that. But the problem still remains. And I will say this to you. Anybody out there who's going to the Suboxone clinic thinking that you're going to get off drugs, no, that's not what Suboxone is designed to do. Suboxone does not get you off drugs. You know what it does? It's an opiate blocker. It blocks the part of your brain that wants the opiates. It treats your symptoms. 
but it's another fucking drug. That's all it is. Well, see, I do know, like, one of the... He doesn't live around here anymore, but one of my really close friends that I still deal with and talk to, he moved out of state, and he, he might not want his name mentioned. He's a good dude. He got caught up in the whole deal. You know what I mean? The, he got prescribed because he got hurt in the mines and this and that. But he did successfully come off of it, and he's a productive, good person because of Suboxone. Well, Mike said it the best. I mean, first things first, man. You want to get up. You got to want to get off. Yeah, yeah if you, you don't got, want to, you ain't yeah, going to. It's got to be a decision period. within you. And it's going to hurt. But oh, it sucks It's going to fucking hurt. It really is. But what affected me about the situation is that 18-year-old me with all them emotions and raging, yeah. give a fuck and that, would have... Pulled over. Would have hated... Mm-hmm. This me that drove by him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the That I'm so numb to it that I chose to drove by, to drive by another human being that may or may not have been alive and not do anything except say, well, there's another one. There's another one. You understand what See, I'm I, saying? That, that's the way it affected me, and I've had like three days to think about it, that... That's not the right way to it's, react. It's not, but you got to re- realize you grew up in a generation where human interaction was natural. Nowadays, human interaction is get, a problem. And it can get you killed and if you say it the killed. wrong person at the You're wrong time. You're talking to young people who you say, go get a job. The first thing they do is, well, I called them or I texted them or I emailed them. I said, go get a job. Get up, get some fucking clothes on, leave my house, and go get a goddamn job. Yeah, they don't. But the truth of the matter is, that's not how people are hiring nowadays. That's that's not how they're doing. Human interaction is now second nature. And I believe that society as a whole is going to reap what they're fucking sowing. Because eventually, and hopefully, Lord be willing, I'll be dead and gone and sitting in heaven when the fucking uh, Terminator takes over and the fucking (laughs) AI. I mean, it's going to fucking happen, dude. Okay, you want to get into AI, all right? Because I have some thoughts about AI. Oh like, uh, shit! Let's get this shot in. <laughs> all right, all right. And we are on West Virginia spring water, the kerosene version. Oh my god! But like, whenever we're talking about AI, like, uh, think about something that can react. Think about something that can react. In its own thoughts, but at the same time, pull from all the information that we have on the internet at the same time. Real-time decisions. You know, you ask it a question, and and like like you see stuff where they they shut down AI because the ultimate conclusion that it comes to is that to fix the world, we end humanity. You know, so what is going to happen whenever, and we're going to, we're going to, when we let that out of the box, and when we let that, I can pull all this information at one time and direct a decision right at you that says you're the problem. I'm going to go find Arnold Schwarzenegger and have him sort it out. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> he can't even drive an SUV anymore. Get to the he chopper, bitch. He can't even drive an SUV anymore. Easy. But there's a new Arnold. Have you seen his son? 
uh -huh. the beach, walking around built like Arnold. Now, keep in mind, let's also realize Arnold's son also came from, I don't know if it was a Venezuelan chick or some shit that he was railing. Oh, I mean, yeah? she, she's ethnic of some kind of descent. But, yeah, it looks just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. The build, the walk, everything. Oh, There's a new Arnold on the front, bro. But he's... But he's got some dark skin on him. He does. He, looking, he, he's looking got good. that olive yeah. tone. Yo, sidebar, sidebar. I hate to get into this shit, but uh, last last week we talked about uh, this 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 man we know as Sam Elliott. I don't think we played this dude justice. All right, you don't know the level that Sam Elliott has over women. Oh my God! Notice I didn't say white women. I didn't say black women. I said women in general. I mean, like, if you start talking like this, oh, let's say, God, like, man. like, like, you get in that discussion about, like, uh, they say, you hear all this about, well, when a woman gets older, she gets undesirable, but when a man gets older, he gets more desirable. Well, let me tell you something: if all these women didn't want to fuck Sam Elliott, it wouldn't be like that. It wouldn't. <laughs> you know? it wouldn't. Let me tell you, this dude is. He is he is smoother than baby shit eating peas. I'm who, was that, who was that other guy that had a similar name that like girls are like or women are all over back in the day? What was his name? Magnum PI guy. Oh, oh Tom about Selleck. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they were all after him shit, too. Tom Selleck. You talk about Burt Reynolds when he was in the fucking uh, what was that movie when he had the monkey and he was like right turn Clyde? Oh my no, god. No, that was uh, that was Clint Eastwood. Was that Clint Eastwood? That was Burt Reynolds, dude. No, Clint Eastwood was in uh, Every Which Way But Loose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. that was Clint Eastwood. But still a solid movie, and I like him. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what that is, is Every Which Way But Loose, when he has that orangutan in the front seat. Yeah. Yeah. Pow. Beat that dude's ass. I I anyway, anyway. Uh, Sam Elliott is like a staple, bruh. I mean, he he's he's the real deal. Dude played the fucking... He played the Ghost Rider, not on a motorcycle. Motherfucker was on a horse, bruh. Come on, dog. You tell me that don't get you chicks. <laughs> it does. If you go into a bar and there's a bouncer sitting over there, looks like Samuel, he says, go ahead and have a good time. I mean, uh -huh. I I'm in danger right now of losing my bra. <laughs> to the bouncer. Yeah, I ain't take, I ain't taking leash around Samuel. <laughs> no. Ain't no, no way. No, ain't no, I, mean, I mean, I will if I want my feelings hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I ain't going to get in that situation, man. Or I know like the outcome. Tim McGraw, yeah. Sam Elliott. You know, they're all on the same show, but I ain't I ain't taking leash around none of them cats. No. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. The motherfucker that played the Thor. Or even the dude that played the gayest fucking superhero. Uh, Aquaman, what's his name? Jason, oh, Jason Momoa. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, man. Jesus. Whatever. i tell you what, though, man. Jason Momoa. I'd give her a pass. I'd be like, well, just, you know what? We'll never talk. I can't rob you of this. We'll never talk about it again. Uh, like, yeah. All right. I, I agree. I mean, I mean, there are certain things that, I mean, if, if the situation arises, it's just meant to be. I right? mean, I'll be honest with you. I watched the movie. I, I, I want to see what happens. I mean, I can't do nothing with what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, shit. But, yeah, it, it, it's a real deal thing, man. I mean, Sam Elliott is like that. But, yo, why, why, why we on this? No, no, Why While we on this, you know, uh, it, it's about to be the 1st of February. Oh, Valentine's God. Day is coming, right? Yeah. 
So what we need to talk about, especially as men, what is a suitable Valentine's Day gift for man? For man. And without being too vulgar, I'm going to throw this out there. Pussy is not a suitable Valentine's Day gift. I get that on a regular. Well, I see, mean, it ain't like you offer me anything new. I've been married a like, long time. Like I don't I knock dis- the newness off that. I disagree a little bit because I, you know, I mean, when Alicia asked me, she's like, when she wants me, she's like, uh, what do you want for this holiday or that holiday? I'm like, wrap it if you want. But you know what I want. You know, you don't have to wrap it. I'm good either way. Like, wrap it, don't wrap it. I'm good in the raw, however you take it. Yeah. But in the same sense, if she look at me and say, what'd you get me for Valentine's Day? Same thing you got me. Here that go. Oh, now you upset. <laughs> Where's my necklace? Where's yeah. my roses? Yeah, you, you want some flowers and candy and shit. Well, I like flowers and candy, too. <laughs> shit. I mean, I, I, I think the bottom line, especially when it comes to every man, it's the effort. I mean, Valentine's Day comes around. Mother's Day comes around. I got to go out of my way. I got to dig in my pocket. Not to mention, I got to buy you gifts from the kids. They ain't got no goddamn jobs. Fuck them. <laughs> Father's Day come around. I collectively get a tie. Or or a pair of socks or a ball of cologne or some some shit that, that like like Stetson that's gonna melt my goddamn skin off. But my point is this if you want that kind of effort from me, why can't I get it from you? Because every holiday I ask you, what do you want? Oh nothing. You don't have to get me anything. God damn it. February 14th come around and ain't no box, no gifts. The factory will be shut down. And you know what factory I'm talking about. I'm talking about the factory that makes the baby that the box came in. No. I'm sorry. I just took a shot of moonshine and it's it's all fucked me up bad. It's horrible. Oh, my God. But uh, I have to say, like, honestly, like, my situation is, is she's not bad on me over gifts. Like, she doesn't really, yeah, you know what I mean? But but at the same time, like, every payday is, like, she gets what she wants. Do you what know you what want, I mean? yeah. So, I like, I'm like, well, eh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do this Valentine's Day. And uh, I don't care if I get anything or not, honestly. Well, I feel like Valentine's Day has always been kind of more for the women than it is for the guys. Just just how I see, like, shoppers and stores and stuff. You hardly ever see any girls in there getting shit. Well, holidays holidays are for women and kids. Like, that's That's a lot of the way I look about it. We get St. Paddy's Day in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. I don't get St. Paddy's Day because I'm not Irish. It don't matter. But I will say this. Are you sure you're not Irish? I see a little sure. bit of red in your beard there, I think, right there. Nah, man, that's, like, like, that's pizza sauce, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say this, man. You're exactly right. Holidays are for women and, and the kids because a couple weeks ago, I went out and I bought a Mossberg 12-gauge just because I wanted it. And, I mean, I seen it. Oh, my God. There's a gun in your house? Shit, how many? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't killed nobody? It hasn't. Ain't that what guns do? I won't let it out the box. I keep it locked. But I fear if I let the lock loose once, it's going to walk through my house and just blast people. Blast everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's what guns do, man. Yeah, I bought a JIC. That guns make people make make bad decisions 
it, it's a proven fact, I believe. Yeah. And if you believe that, if you believe a gun is responsible for killing anybody, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because the person pulling the trigger is responsible for killing the people that died. For those of you who are listening, I'm on the hunt right now for a uh, Smith & Wesson 357 Magnum. I want one. I can't find it. So if you know somebody, <laughs> hit me up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want one of those. And I will have it, full price or not. So if you're trying to make that money, holler at your boy. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. What y'all want to get into? <laughs> right. You know what? And hey, that, that that that's that's a good call for discussion. Grass fed, grain fed. Let's talk beef, people. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be honest. With you. If you go to uh, Walmart right now, the price of beef is out motherfucking outrageous. Yeah, yeah. But if you're trying to buy what even they call, the trash shit, ground beef. Yeah, outrageous. Even if you're trying to buy what they call off the hoof, which I don't know a whole lot about, you have to educate me on it. Grass-fed is more expensive than grain or corn-fed. Yeah, and uh, I just had a bunch of grass-fed beef given to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to seem unappreciative of it, but it is definitely different. And it's supposed to be healthier and this and that. And uh, most of the people in my house didn't like it. So I give Brian a sample to see what he thinks of it and uh, we're gonna go from there but grain fed tastes like beef grass fed has a real gamey like worse than a deer you pull out of a woods taste to it i don't know i've had wild boar and i and i had to they told me i had to soak the meat in salt to get that kind of gamey taste out of it uh, it was pretty good. Now, now I did after I, I talked to the guy that, you know, give it to me and stuff, and he said, "Well, and he won't eat it." Like the guy that give it to me won't eat it, but his wife eats it. She said to marinate it overnight. But I, what I want you to do is on thaw it, season it mm -hmm. like you do a res regular steak, and then tell me what you think. You know what I mean? Because that's grass-fed, and uh, I got some beef off of uh, one of my brothers that is grain-fed, and it it's the same as what you get out of the grocery store. tastes the same and everything. But that has a definitely different taste than grain-fed. I will definitely give it a go. All right, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Our Facebook page is Try Not To Get Sued. And we have a uh, email address, try not to get sued at gmail.com. Send us a message, tell us what you think, let us know uh, what kind of liquors you like, stuff like that. Give us some feedback, let us know.